Hey, good afternoon, everyone. It's Kevin Raymond here with the Coaches Coaches. I'm here with my partner, Trevor Matthews, and we have a couple of extraordinary guests with us, Adam Hurd and Tom Marino from the Atomic Business Coaches. These guys are really rocking it, and we are very thankful to have an opportunity to spend some time with you. So I just wanted to say hi and thank you, and then just ask you, you know, how is it that you guys came to be in terms of starting your coaching business. Yeah. So first, thanks for having us, Kevin and Trevor. We appreciate it. We've uh, been following along your journey on Instagram, which is uh, a lot of where we're building our journey as well. Mm -hmm. And it's great to see collaborative people getting together and helping their clients. And uh, some people always ask us, like, how come you network with so many other coaches <laughs> and so many, like, what not that your competition? And we really believe it's, it's more of a compliment than competition. Um, there's so many different aspects that we all are experts at, but we, we can't be a, a jack of all trades because we'll be a master of none. Yeah. So I want to, again, thank you guys for having us on here. Absolutely. Our pleasure. So Tom, why don't you start with the origin story? Sure. So um, Adam and I met a couple of years ago at a Long Island networking event, which is uh, Adam had started this Long Island networkers group. We met at an event and basically I had started a life coaching business and was working with a lot of people that were happened to be business owners. And Adam and I met and we started talking and a couple of things led to another. We showed up at different meetings together and we just kept talking and Adam being in the financial planning space and working with a lot of clients that were business owners and young families, mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, we got it talking one day and we're like, wait a second, you help business owners with their money and their businesses. And I help people with their life and they happen to be business owners. And I'm like, my people need you. And Adam said, my people need you. And that's kind of how we all came together. Uh, we came together to combine the business aspects and the life aspects of what it means to be a business owner. And uh, that's how we formed Atomic Business Coaching uh, about a year ago. Uh, last March was when we actually started to cool. morph this into something that now exists. So it's it's kind of cool story. Yeah, I've been in practice for 23 years. So I'm a financial planner. Yeah. Um, I own a company called 642 Advising. I uh, started in banking. Then I went to work for MetLife for about a decade. Mass Mutual oh. bought us and they allowed us to be more entrepreneurial. And that's where I started my practice that I own now. Uh, and I own multiple businesses. And the way that I built all of my businesses was by serving others. So I started with networking and being involved with that. I became a part of a chamber of commerce and uh, eventually ascended to the president of the chamber of commerce. And then I was asked to serve, and, and to this day, I serve on multiple boards for corporations, nonprofits, uh, companies. And then I serve as I am a, I'm a committee member for the Small Business Advisory Council for United States Congress. Excellent. So all of those things were, were really allowing me to take my financial planning skill set and transition that into more of a business advisory. And I had more and more owners of companies coming to me and saying, Hey, it's great. I know the numbers. We figured out the plan, but how do I run and operate my business? And as I was doing this, I was giving them great advice, but I realized every challenge that I gave them, every new task that I, you know, confronted them with, they were dealing with this mindset issue. And, and that's not my area of expertise. And I couldn't really mm -hmm. help them overcome that. Even though I believe all of us, no matter what you're coaching, whether it's fitness or business or nutrition, we're half coaches and we're half psychologists, right? <laughs> exactly. 
And I was kind of like going through the motions of doing it. And then when I found Tom, it was, he was a true expert in that area. And we really, as I said earlier in this, we complimented each other's clients and we're like, well, why are we trying to do it separately? Let's bring it together. And we're all about harmony. And that's kind mm -hmm. of the, the premise of everything that we do is we want you to have a work-life harmony. There's no such thing as balance in our opinion. So thanks for asking. Yeah, that's how we started. It's awesome. And that's, and that's great. Like you guys are doing really great job with it and you work so well together. It's really, uh, it's really incredible. I know both Trevor and I, um, when we saw you, when we started working together and it was kind of the same thing, right, Trevor, where we just met up in a, in a group and connected. And then it was funny because I live in Montreal and he lives in a place called Brantford, Ontario. And I had just moved from Brantford, Ontario. And we were in this program that was based in California. And we ended up in this little like breakout room. Everybody said like where they were from. And he's like, I'm from Brown. I'm just like, wow, nobody's from Brownford. That's crazy. But it's good. So that's that's great. It sounds like uh, you guys are really moving along. And, you know, somebody, some of the stuff that that you talk about and, and what you do. And, you know, I followed a couple of your lives and, uh, you know, I, I see your posts all the time. It's great information and great content. Like, what do you, what do you do? Like, what's the philosophy, philosophy behind your approach? Like, what, what is it that kind of motivates you to, to get it out there and, and know what to share with people? Yeah, you know, I have a philosophy. Um, I call it a motto. Some people call it a mission statement. And it's called health, wealth, happiness, right? And everything I'm trying to do every single day is to, in every aspect of my life, improve my health, improve my wealth, improve my happiness. And the way that I figured out kind of a tactical way that I could do this is that I was able to change people's lives by bringing confidence and clarity to decision making. Right. Right. That's all we're really doing as coaches. You have to as the participant in it, you have to take the action, but we can really empower you to have the ability to now confidently make those decisions with a pure clarity behind it. And where Tom and I really saw there was a gap in the marketplace for, for us was business owners who are in their first two to five years. And, and reason it's not brand new business owners is you need to build a foundation. We're not here to help startup businesses begin. And how do you form an LLC and get the bank account? Of course, we'll talk to you about that. But we're not about starting a business. We're about someone who has become, hit their ceiling of their potential and where they're at. Right. They've had some relative success. They've, they've perfectly migrated from the corporate world or from college into being self-employed. And that is the key differentiator is we don't want people to be self-employed. While that's a great thing to do, we don't want you to be self-employed. We want you to be a business owner. So we find too many people that instead of creating a business, they just created another job for themselves. And the problem with that is they have the craziest boss in the world who <laughs> underpays them and overworks them. <laughs> That's yeah. so true. Eh? That's so true. I have to confess, I, I took, uh, I was watching one of your videos and it, about firing yourself from certain things that you do. And one of my clients uh, who's in the construction industry is, is kind of in the same boat. And I'm, and I'm just like, you know, you have to fire yourself from doing that. Like, why are you doing your own bookkeeping? That's insane. Thanks for that. That, uh, that got me a couple of extra points with my client. There you go. <laughs> and that, that's it. You know, we all learn from each other here, right? You know, it's, it's a constant yeah. journey with everything we're doing, whether you're a coach or you've hired a coach, 
there's the constant education and leveling up. And that's what we call it. I, I, I'm very brash when I say this, but I think in your business career, you have to die 10 times. Yeah. Right. And what that means is you die, but then you were reborn into this new, amazing thing. And you have to appreciate what you did and how you became who you are, but you have to leave that all behind and move on to the next level. And that's what we're doing, whether in our business or, or, or coaching or we're learning to educate or just being a better dad or husband or yeah. wife or whatever it is. You constantly have to level up, but there's a point when you have to let that other thing go. And it may be a task you're doing at work. It may be a role or responsibility that you think you're the only one who yeah. could do this. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's, it's tough, but you have to actually kill that to move on. That's very true. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things I just would add to that is, is me, myself, I was in the corporate space for the last 20 years. I'm a physician mm -hmm. assistant by training here in the States. And, um, I have been in healthcare administration for the last 15 years and going from that employee mindset to that business owner mindset is a very difficult struggle for a lot of people. And as we saw with the pandemic and the great resignation, so many people have now started their own businesses, but most of them have just given themselves new jobs yeah. and, and are self-employed. And they don't have all of the skill necessarily when they get to that point that Adam was talking about to really delegate to people and manage people and interview people and hire people and all of that. And what I've taken most of my roles in healthcare administration has been very operational. So what I try to add to the, the, the experience for people is how we teach them how to delegate and how to look at their resources and fire themselves and bring people in. And we ascribe to Dan Sullivan's theory of who, not how, you mm -hmm. know, and, and making sure that people identify all the who's in their life and in their business, what they really need from those people. One of the things for me, when I transitioned from corporate to self-employment, I was like, this is so empowering and I wanted to empower more people to do it. And I developed this concept called adrenalized living, which is taking the adrenaline in that fight or flight stage where most mm -hmm. people come into coaching, right? Most people enter coaching because they're stuck, they're paralyzed and they're in that free state and try to take the adrenaline of that moment and transform them into this superhuman and empower them to take back the control of their life and give them the tools and the skills that they need. So between the two of us, we're, we're bringing confidence and clarity and we're bringing that sense of empowerment to give people that renewed purpose in their life so that they can go at their life and their business with yeah. understanding why they're doing what they're doing and who they are. That's incredible. That's great stuff. Trevor, I don't want to steal the whole show. So uh, I'm sure you have some things you want to say. Yeah, no, I love it. It sounds so amazing that you guys put yourself out there to do this stuff, to help others, to serve others. What has been some of the the real strengths? And I guess you talked about some of the strengths of having this new partnership. What is some of the the struggles that you guys had over the last year uh, developing this business together? Because we always talk about all the good things and how we want to help and, and, and think, but coaching is not always the easiest things. You know, and not always, you don't always want that client because I know there's lots of times like I want as many clients, I want to get everyone, but I've seen and I talked to so many coaches, sometimes you don't want certain people or you don't jive together when you have a new client because we, me and Kevin always do interviews first. We make sure we're right partnership because we don't want to waste their time or, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And because there's lots of people uh, want to be helped. But what are some of the things over the last year that you guys are, have been growing from? Yeah, I, I think I can look at 
both sides of it. So I'll look at the the partnership of Tom and I, and then I'll look at um, us and the clients, right? Yeah, right. So the, the partnership in Tom and I, would it, the real struggle was is roles and responsibilities. We both were running our own practices outside of that. Uh, and usually most business owners are very alpha type people. Okay. And you're like, I'm going to take command and I'm going to do this. And it's funny enough that Tom in his life coaching practice, he has this thing called the saboteur assessment. And he, we drank our own Kool-Aid. We practice <laughs> what we preach. And he put us both through the saboteur assessment. And we realized that where our strengths and weaknesses were, were very complementary. Where previously we had to take on most of that responsibility or vision and direction, the control of the vision and direction. We had to take that on on our own and direct our staff to do those things. Where now we found that, wow, it's you're really good at these things and I'm really good at those things. And we can use those skill sets to then build our practice and empower the people who are working for us and with us to do those jobs better. And it was a pure trust thing. And that that was a key to this. And what allowed us to trust this, and I, I understand once I say this, people are going to be like, that's nice for you, but maybe we I can't do that. But this wasn't our primary income generator. So we weren't coming from a point of we had to sell out of desperation to get this right. done. We could naturally allow it to evolve and find its own place in the world. So that that gave us, we're very, I feel very lucky that we had that opportunity um, and I would wish that on anybody. And we always talk about multiple streams of income, but that gave us a, a big benefit and to allow it to go where it should have gone instead of mm -hmm. us forcing a round peg in a square hole. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And how did you, how long did it come up that? When did you decide, okay, let's sit down, let's talk about your strengths and weaknesses and mine and see how we can complement you. Like how long did that just evolve itself or did, did it just you know, happen overnight? I would say it's been a, a huge evolution um, and it's one of the things, but it's, it's knowing each other and understanding each other so well, like we could, because of, you know, the saboteur assessment that comes from positive intelligence, it's such a amazing tool. And it's one of the things I've always used in my coaching practice. And I, whenever I work with a couple that's struggling, I tell them both, go take the saboteur assessment. So you can understand the, those behaviors that are getting in the way of you really working well together. And that's why Adam and I did that is because it was so important to understand each other and it has evolved as he has seen my strengths and I, I I've seen his strengths. We, we, we have a principle in, in atomic business is that we say is really key is surrender. I've surrendered to a lot of old ways of doing things to really use my talents and skills. And Adam is doing the same and we complement each other so much that, you know, it just, it works. But the, big thing that Adam said is trust. Like, I love that. I trust Adam inherently, not just as a business partner, but he manages all my money. He's responsible for my wealth as a financial planner too. So it, <laughs> I have that trust in him to do all of that stuff. And it's yeah. not just that one relationship and it's how we came together too. The, the connections and this, you know, I, I'm a huge believer in the universe brings people into our lives at the right time, the right moment, the right place. And Adam came into my life at the right exact moment. And it was through the introduction of my cousin. And we have learned about so many things that we just have in common or we have common roots too that just validates the universe's role in this to allow us to trust each other and we tell of all of our clients there's three rules that we tell them to follow show up consistently do the work and trust the process and we have trusted the process and because both of us are trusting the process i really feel that that's why we work now 
we bad heads at times, but that's what makes our relationship mm-hmm. better and strong. Like yeah. we're, we're a couple. I mean, we're going to a <laughs> wedding this weekend as, as you know, we're going and just making it happen. And like, we, yeah. he keeps saying I'm his date, but we, you know, and we both come from our kids are around the same ages. Our, our wives are both professionals. There's just so many things that align for us on so many levels that it makes it relatively easy for the process to evolve, especially because we're trusting it. I love that. That, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And it's really good that, uh, as you said, it's evolving too, because this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm super excited for you. And we just started hearing the story, but I know the evolution is going to continue to grow because I can just tell the passion that both of you have. And we only been talking here for 10 minutes and I can just uh, hear it in your voice. And I, I love everything about that. Let's talk about now that the, the client side. Yeah. So uh, give me the question once again, so I can make sure I form it. So, so you guys deciding like for, like I was saying for me and Kevin, we, we'll meet with clients and we'll find out if we're a good fit if we'll work together good before we take them on. Like, cause I've seen lots of coaches just take on anybody, you know what I mean? Uh, just the game business and stuff. And we're at a point in the same thing is where we just, we don't take anybody on. We want to take the right people on because we don't want to waste anybody's time. Uh, their time because we want them to be successful anybody that i work with or i don't work with i want them to be successful as successful as they want to be and as quick as they want to get there but not all the time every client is a perfect client for your business yeah and i think that's an it's an ongoing assessment that has to happen and we you know one of the the few assets we have is our time and and unfortunately we all have the same amount of time in a day yes can you expand upon that time by bringing on other people to do work for you or other coaches to work underneath you and carry out your mission sure but at the current moment we're a year in it's tom and i right so we have very very limited capacity in what we could do and as we said we have other roles that we're accomplishing as well so we really only have about 30 hours of coaching time that we can put towards this each and every week until we really commit, which is like in the summer, we're going to increase that by a percentage each quarter, um, as long as it's going well. But that is just like you're saying is we we have to look at this from an us standpoint, not a them standpoint. And it might sound selfish, but we we really have to assess like, is this a good use of all of our time, the client and ourselves? Yeah. And And when we're doing that, it has to be... Uh, uh, like I said, health, wealth, happiness. Yeah, we'll we'll get wealthy from doing that, right? I'll I could maybe potentially get some health from doing that because I feel good about the coaching and the client feels good about the progress they're making. But what I really care most about in my life is the happiness. And if I am not enjoying working with someone, and I enjoy challenge, right? That's my biggest thing. I'm a competitive guy. I like to do those things and. You know, you give me a challenge and it's like, challenge accepted. Here we go. You know, and I get pumped <laughs> up about it. Uh, my son now, he's 11. He does the same. He's, what'd you say, dad? Challenge yeah. accepted. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So if, if I don't feel I can derive happiness for both myself and my clients out of this, then that is more important than the progress I feel I can make for them. Because not to pat myself on the back, but everybody who's worked with me has achieved some level of success. And, and it's mainly been up to them of how far that has gone. I, I don't feel what we do is revolutionary, okay? Anybody can do what we do. It's the amount of attention and empathy we give to those people. It's the listening more than we're talking that we do with those people, observing and reporting back to them. That's really, we're just a giant mirror of information that we heard, that we've learned, and we give right back to the people. And then it's, what are you going to do about that? now that you have it all right so if they're not going to be happy in that 
and I'm not saying you're excited about it, but happy, like, okay, I've uncovered this. Now I have to do something about it. Then it is, it's going to be a giant waste of time for everybody. So it's a tough, tough thing to start to say, Hey, we're not going to be a good fit. And we've had two clients now that we've changed them into different roles that was not a good fit for Tom and I. And we've had detailed discussions about, hey, I don't think I want to continue working with these clients in this manner. How can we change this? So we're always looking at it on, on that aspect as well. And we tell our clients, you know, you have to treat us as part of your team. So you should be assessing whether or not this mm -hmm. is working for you. And if you need to let us go, don't be shy about that. You need to say, hey, this is no longer a good fit. Yeah, and I love that. And being... Just like uh, Tom said earlier, and both of you, the, the trust factor, right? And that's when you're working with someone. You got to have that trust factor and being honest with each other as the coach and as the client. And that makes that makes it go so much quicker, the evolution of that relationship, because our goal is to help them get and achieve their goals, their visions, their desires, their, that happiness they're looking for in any way that if it's not going in that direction, you got to have that conversation. And sometimes it's really difficult, you know, especially as new coaches, mm -hmm. um, it, it's difficult to do, but it sounds like you guys have been very evolved in your, your personal uh, business as well as this group business now. So lo I love it. I'm just, uh, I'm just curious because, um, you know, as a coach, you know, one of the things that, uh, and, and Tommy would realize this as well, like, because it's uh, a life, coaching type of mentorship kind of thing where you know you're not you're not basically telling your clients what to do you're trying to get your clients to like you're drawing that out of your yep. clients to get them to do it themselves but then with with a business coaching it's a little bit of a twist so like how do you how do you balance that like because sometimes you just got to tell them yeah what to it do, was right? it, it absolutely which is it, it's such an interesting take on the life coaching piece right if if you come into any session with me in this arrangement, it's mm -hmm. going to be a little bit different life coaching than the typical life coaching where we're going to let you unravel and figure right. things out and really empty everything out and, and get there. Because as a business owner, there are certain things that you really need to maintain that a life coach would say, you know what, let's dig a little deeper on this and let's figure it out. And we have a client right now that we're working with that we, we, every Wednesday night, Adam and I get together and we debrief on all the clients that we're working with. And it came up last night. And in fact, that we were talking about one of our clients and he goes, you know, I would have had here. He said to me, he said, I would have had this person here already, but because you did your life coaching, she's here. <laughs> and it slows down some of the progress at times. And yeah. I turned to Adam and I said, listen, that's life coaching. And I said, and I think that's what she needs right now in in, in this point in time. And it, it's a it's that fine balance between what do we need to be that competitive, aggressive mm -hmm. business owner? And what do you need in life that, you know, you really have to work through? So there's times where we'll pivot and go back and forth and we'll say, you know what, maybe you need another session with Tom or you need another session with Adam to just level up. Instead of meeting with Tom this week, meet with Adam twice, meet with Tom twice. And we try to balance that stuff out as the things come up. But it is but to Adam's point too, like we have a program called five WH. That's our initial program, who, what, when, where, why, right. and then how. Okay. And as we put everyone through that program, Adam is really 
attacking the business elements that need to be worked on in order to move the business forward. And then I deal with a lot of the life issues that come up as a result of that. What are the blocks? What are the barriers? What are the obstacles? What's the fear? What is all of that? Because when we work in tandem that way, as we progress through each week, we are able to complement each other. So in those situations, we're complementing what comes up in life and how you would deal with it. But you know, Kevin, it's a, it's a, it's a fine balance yeah. and it is a little bit different. And that's where my background as being an operations business manager and administrator has really helped me as a life coach, because I can see both sides of it. Mm -hmm. And, and Adam and I working together, I see the sides and I see what he's talking about. And, you know, one of our people is driven by being unhappy, quote unquote, being unhappy. And he's like, I don't want him to lose that because that motivates him to go and chase and get the work. And I'm right. like, all right, fine. So then we're just going to call his, his unhappiness, his true happiness, because that's, <laughs> but let's define it. And let's all be on the same yeah. page that that's what it is. Let's be careful the language we're using, but exactly. that's the definition. And, and, and because we go back and forth and we trust each other's expertise so much, it makes it that much easier to strike that balance and communicate what the person really needs. And, you know, as the life stuff comes up and I really have to dig in, I do it. And I push, I'll push back on Adam and he'll push on me when we really need to focus yeah. on this. And that's one of the great things about working together in this, this way. And there's, there's sure. a fine line. I'm sure you've all heard the uh, proverb, uh, you're cut from a different cloth, right? Mm -hmm. Well, as, as we're doing this, and I've had to bring to light with Tom, like, hey, there's certain aspects that in a normal everyday uh, person, a father, a, a wife, a husband, a dad, whatever it is, maybe you want to have them overcome this, that that is actually a strength for a business owner, because business owners are cut from a different cloth. You do need to have certain things that in the normal societal viewpoint is like, that's a negative, but it actually brings a lot of positives to being a business owner. Now, here's the the, the fine line is when we come across people and I have actually done this, we're like, Hey, this is not where you should be. You should be a really good number two somewhere else. You're not the type of person who should be a business owner. You could probably 10 X your wealth if you were not running the show. And if you alleviated all that pain and you don't mm -hmm. have those abilities to be maybe ruthless or, or have the superiority complex. And, you know, you are very confident in yourself or most business owners, we have to, at certain points, have a little bit of imposter syndrome so we mm -hmm. can start working even harder to get back to having that superiority complex. Yeah. You know, the key to that is having impulse control so you don't get distracted. But there are certain aspects of like, if you break it, they won't be a business owner. But then there's the others where there's never a chance we're going to allow them to evolve this and they should really move into what their true mm -hmm. path is. And that might be a really good employee. Yeah, that's true. That's a that's a very good point. Um, and that that's kind of where I was going with my next question. I guess it was kind of like insights and tips to entrepreneurs that how to take your your business to the next level. And I guess a huge thing would be realizing whether or not you should actually be running a business. Like that's that's massive. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we all experience people that shouldn't be running a business and um trying <laughs> trying to do that. Um, I know I have a couple of friends that have been doing something for for years and mm -hmm. tried to talk to them about it, but they they just don't see it. They think that um, you know everything's driven by traffic, and and that's why their business isn't successful. But it's got nothing to do with it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a that's a very good point. With that, I guess like you know we're we're about a half an hour in. 
do you guys do you have any kind of you know kind of funny stories or whatever that maybe something that has happened in your business and such like you know like with us we're just uh well i the other thing i wanted to ask like are you guys in the same location like are you physically in the same location in terms of cities or whatever uh we're about 12 minutes apart from each other oh, okay. drive and we're we're yeah. both from long island new york oh, okay okay because yeah. we're six hours apart actually okay. by a drive but you know like we've we've run into a, a few interesting things and stuff you know just learning about each other and things like that right so you know do you have anything uh in that way that might be humorous let's started? just say Adam, <laughs> one of the funny things it's not it's not it's funny but it's not so funny but it's a, it's really been a <laughs> it's learning funny now <laughs> it's gonna be funny now the, the adam is such is so different from me in so many ways and and really learning how to look at how he does things has really been a huge eye opener, but it's been one of my greatest educations to this point. Right. And he and I, he, he's so good at branding, doing things to get people thinking. You see 642 advising is his, um, mm -hmm. his company for financial planning and financial management. You know, he, every day at 642, I get a text <laughs> and I go, damn, you heard <laughs> <laughs> 642 whenever i look at the clock and it's 642 i'm expecting a text from adam and that make it makes me laugh and there's so many things that we do and it's just and then it becomes this thing like our podcast now every wednesday our podcast comes out at 642 every wednesday evening because the person who produces our podcast this guy rich <laughs> butler who's amazing from rageworks he he knows Adam very well too, and is like, I'm just gonna do it at 642. <laughs> but I've learned how to be a master brander, uh, and 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 learn how to do that because. But it, it was started out as this joke and like this whole thing, and like it's just it makes me laugh every single time. But that's, that's like awesome. the funny thing. But we've had so much fun together. We just we're launching an ad campaign, uh, and we 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 had a lot of fun just sitting together in the same room forming ads. We did a couple of funny shoots and. We took a bunch of, uh, we did some pictures too. And we took a bunch of funny pictures. We've had a lot of fun. We're that's having great. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, that's that. the best part about this is we both yeah. have fun, even in our moments. Like, like, and it's also really one of the things I really learned a lot is how important it is to take constructive feedback. And working with Adam has been really good because he's very good at giving constructive feedback. Mm -hmm. and, he, and, he, and he handles it very well. And he handles it in a way that it actually motivates you to do better. And that's such a great skill that so many people in, uh, that we try to teach so many of our clients to do. Um, but those are the things. I mean, it's more what have I learned? That's the, that's the stuff that really yeah. hits mm -hmm. home for me. I think for me, uh... You know, I came into this purely as a business relationship and right. And and it was like, hey, you can help my clients. I can help help your clients. Let's put this together. Let's make a better mousetrap. Right. Yeah. I never expected to build this amazing friendship and that it's not just been a friendship. He's now a trusted advisor of mine. Like I, I, I have had a business coach in the past. Um, I've had a life coach in the past, but I went out and and sought them out, found what their skill sets and everything else. were, And, and it was like, OK. I have an expectation of here's my money. This is what I want out of it. And I got that from both those people. Yeah. With Tom, I got to have this genuine coach for my life every single day with this observation that he gives me on certain aspects, whether we're talking about me or my kids or my, in just normal conversational methods that made our friendship stronger, made my belief in the potential of this business stronger. And what I realized was 
He's not putting on an act. It doesn't shut off. That is who Tom is. He genuinely cares about who he's working with and and listening and saying, hey, I just heard you say this thing. Did you ever think of it that way? And I'm like, no, I didn't. And it's like, you know, every few days I'm in session with Tom now myself and I don't even know I'm there. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. That's awesome. It's great. That's good. I, I noticed that you guys have a ton of books behind you and I love that. The good to great, the morning meeting, both of you have behind you. What are two or three of your favorite books? I'll start with Tom and then I'll ask you, Adam, uh, because I only became an avid reader about four years ago now. I didn't read before that. I used to tell myself, I don't read, I can't read, it takes me forever. And then I pushed through the pain of me telling myself, if you tell yourself you're not going to be good at something, you're not going to be good at it. Then I changed my mindset and said, I'm going to read and I learned how to read. So I read all the time now, like nice. a, a couple books a, a month. So Tom, first, what are a couple of good books that people listening should pick up? Uh, absolutely. And if I don't do this, Adam's going to hit me. So by <laughs> line, you got the wrong one in your hand. My, my book is number one. <laughs> okay. <Atta> boy. <laughs> Bridge to Change <laughs> that I wrote in 2021. It's really, it's an awesome book on just making change simple. And I, we recommend it to everybody. Our, my second book and Adam's second book is this day planner called The Morning Meaning. And this is an adaptation of um, both our morning processes that we both did independently and we melded them together into how every business owner, and I even have clients in my life coaching business using this now as their daily morning planner and reflection. I'm a huge fan of Dan Sullivan's books, uh, Who Not How, uh, mm -hmm. The Gap and yeah. the Gain. Um, he just came out with um, 10X is greater than 2X. I am about halfway through that. Um, you know, those are my favorites. Some of the ones that are behind Adam, he'll talk about those because those are also my favorites. We love to read slash listen to books. Uh, that's how both it's funny. Both of us process better when we're listening to books than when we're mm -hmm. reading them ourselves. But yeah, the bottom line is, is that we, you, any, any book to me that we, the, the book that really changed everything for me was believe it or not, change your questions, change your life. Um, which is a, a great book on just how to think about being more curious in life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in there, she talks about, um, you know, this, this idea that every statement, we should have 80% questions, 20% statements in our everyday language. I've tried to impart that on every single client. I'm like, the reason you're not, the reason you're stuck is because you stopped asking questions. Yeah. Just start asking questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And that book, I think for me, was one of the biggest game changers that that I've had is, is that book because it just changed my whole perspective exactly. on, 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 on being more willing to ask questions. Perfect. I love that. I love that. Um, before we go to you, Adam, where can you pick up uh, Bridge to Change and The Morning Meeting so everyone can go pick it? Can you get it at Amazon? Yeah, both the of them are available on Amazon. Uh, and um, they are they're also... If you go to, um, we, we've, we've talked about them in a couple of our posts. So we, the links, if you go to atomic business coaching and you want to, you can also message us and we can point you in the right direction for that, but they it's are, an, and it's in the link in, in our bio. Um, so they're all there. Thank you, Adam. How about you? Yeah. So, um, I, I was not like you, I was not a big reader. Actually, I, my, one of my biggest fears was when I was in uh, a, a junior in high school and we had to get up and read these books in front of the class. 
uh, I, I was like, I would find any excuse. Got to go to the nurse. Got to go to the bed. I was just petrified yeah, of do. doing it, which is funny because now I'm just such a natural public speaker and I do it all day, every day. And I love to read. So it was it was a really nice gift I gave to myself to say, let's start educating myself and reading and enjoying this and being active about comprehension behind it. So uh, I have found that all these books behind me and many of the others that are over there in my library, it's just that people have figured it all out already. I don't need to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I just need to absorb the information that's out there. And uh, like Tom said, I don't really like to read because I read contracts all day long. And I listen to the book. I actively write my own notes and I go back and read my own. What I took away, I'm trying to change that into what is implementable for me. And I'm a very tactical book reader. I don't read novels or things like that. I like, here's some tactics what to do. And there's some books behind me. And those ones on the shelf that are displayed are, are not there just because they're pretty. It's because they have really changed my life. So the Blue Ocean Strategy um, that one is about how to differentiate yourself in the marketplace and really how to stand out. And that completely changed how I built my financial planning practice is I really, instead of going after the wealthy, I went after young families and small business owners who were broken, nobody wanted to deal with, but needed the most help. Mm -hmm. um, I look at our coaching practice the same way. We're not going after the guy who's looking to go from 10 million to a hundred million. We're looking for that person who hit the ceiling and they like could just pay their bills, but they want to go beyond. The next one, good to great, as you mentioned before, that's about consistent and sustainable growth. And I, I found that problem in my own life. That's why I sought out the book. And I see it in almost every one of my clients is you plateau, right? And there's these reasons you plateau. A lot of that book has to do with who you bring on, which is another one, who, not how there. But it's like, you have to have the right people in the right seats in your business. And, and sometimes you need to shuffle the deck and move them around. And that has changed a lot of what I do. The supernova advisor was uh, it's a, uh, the author is Robert Knapp. He was a managing partner of a Merrill Lynch office, I think in New Jersey. And what, this is like back in the eighties, nineties, and they were so successful that they started losing all their clients. And the reason why is no one was paying attention to their clients. They had too many clients. <laughs> and his whole book is about how to really pay attention to your top 100 clients and fire the other 900. Their average was like a thousand clients per person. Get the flyer, fire 900 clients and keep the other 100. Now, when you fire them, you give them to somebody else who's going to pay much better attention to them, yeah. which was a wonderful thing. And then you get to pay attention to that. And he has a system yeah. called 1242, which is an adaptation of my company, 642. So that really had an impact. And then the millionaire next door is I give that to every one of my clients. And it's really a, a methodology on how to live. And, and what that premise is, is that everybody around you, um, may look the same, but you have millionaires living right next door to you that look just like you. They drive the same car, they wear the same clothes, they go on similar vacations, except they're a multi-millionaire on paper or in their accounts. So that one is just a more about a way of living. And then the last was Tom put me onto that who, not how. And that's really figuring out everybody who should do things, not how should I do them. Those are those are the books that I've read. As Tom said, um, he and I have authored uh, one book together and one book individually. Um, I have a planner that's out there too. I actually hit uh, the top 1% in business strategy on the Amazon bestselling list, which nice. is pretty cool. Congratulations. Um, thanks. But uh, the new book that Tom and I literally just completed this week is uh, it's called uh, The Atomic Game Changer. And it's about the nine principles to be an atomic business. And that'll be releasing hopefully in the next two months. Anyone who's listened to this in the future, check it out. Um, let us know what you think about it. That's That's our books. 
we'll be checking those out for sure. That's awesome. You guys, I cannot say how thankful I am to have had you on here today. We both really appreciate it. It's just been a pleasure. You guys just rock it. We love it. So just let everybody know before we go the best way to get in touch with you and and see you and be with you. So sure. Go ahead and well, say that. and again, Kevin, Trevor, appreciate having us on here. And before we tell people where to find us, Anyone who's listening to this, what I would really ask you to do is, is if you found value in this, Kevin and Trevor are spending their own time to do this and put on this podcast and bring you information. So if you found value in this, like give some feedback to them, you know, subscribe to their page, give them a review. That's how podcasters are, have the ability to like get this out to more and more people. This is a one-way conversation. It's not like we can communicate or advertise. So help them out because obviously what they're doing is bring amazing information and people to the rest of you so if you could do that um that would be the best thing for me out of this so that's so, appreciated um, yeah no Thank problem you. and look i mean to find us it's easy atomicbusinesscoaching.com um most of our content is being pushed out on instagram which is atomic business coaching yeah. we have a youtube channel atomic business coaching it's all atomic business coaching you can pretty much find us anywhere that is um and yeah that's simple as that so thanks so much for having us guys yeah thank that you guys great. so much this has been this has been great and uh yeah good luck in your new endeavors too i mean this thank is you. this is awesome i we love seeing other coaches collaborating because you know our motto from long island networkers is is <laughs> you know col uh, collaborate grow and uh succeed so that's that's really that's really what's important and the collaboration is such an important part of what we do Absolutely. Thank you again, you guys so much and have an amazing weekend coming up and take care of yourselves. And I'm sure we'll be in touch. Take care. Thanks. This is Kevin and Trevor from the Coaches Coaches. Thank you very much. Enjoy your day.